All right, the dairy industry has been going through a fair bit lately. We've got the Australian Dairy Plan coming to the surface, which is is big debate. But perhaps first, Michael, um, if we consider pricing the global landscape, dairy farm gate prices um, had opened reasonably strongly for for dairy farmers in Australia and our seasons and availability of water probably gone to favour in balance uh, in the last little while as well. Is this uh, pointing to a better period for Australian dairy? Mark, the phrase cautious optimism is one that perhaps we use in agriculture a reasonable amount because we don't know what's going to happen with rain and we don't know what's going to happen with global competitors. But we will say that dairy does have cautious optimism right now. The rain that so many regions have had has absolutely been beneficial. The feed is good, and if there's good feed, there's less need for fodder, and fodder costs go down as well. So that's been good for dairy producers. As you say as well, farm gate prices uh, have been reasonable as well. And that also, while there will always be discussion and debate over what that will be, has also meant some cause for optimism. Overall, in terms of production, we've also seen dairy production go up for the first time in three years. It's, it's broken back up through that $9 billion litre mark, or it's forecast to, for 2021. So it is looking, uh, climatically particularly, that things could be reasonable for the medium term at least. It does look good, and it's great to see. Uh, do we think that the markets can absorb the extra production that, um, that comes from our industry? The market so far, and everything looks at COVID disruption, but the market so far have absorbed that, both on a domestic basis and on a global basis as well. What the markets have absorbed has changed a bit as everybody's changed their lifestyles from workplaces and restaurants to eating at home and cooking at home. What that's meant is that there's been a big rise in things like butter and things like everyday cheeses that everybody's cooking with and, and things like plain yogurts that everybody's getting healthy at home with, whereas things like the specialty cheeses, which would have been eaten in workplaces or for entertaining or flavoured yogurts people would have eaten at their desks, some of those ones have declined. But it does appear that the whole overall consumption of dairy products uh, has remained reasonably strong in Australia. And cheese exports, of course, have been a big thing for our industry, um, particularly into Japan, but into a growing Asia, which is well supported by the sort of fast food or quick service sector. Is this making any kind of comeback and supporting growth again into that market, or are we still on hold as people are a little more grounded by COVID in our key consumption regions? As far as where the direction of Australian dairy exports go, and particularly with the COVID impacts, there is still that uncertainty. So a lot of it is, is yet to play out. We've seen short-term disruptions for so many ag commodities by the logistics and the freight, and now we wait to see what's going to happen with the consumption levels. If there is a good sign to all of this for whether it's cheese or other dairy exports as well, it's that the global dairy trade prices have risen twice in a row, which is really being seen by some as a sign that the demand has remained strong despite COVID and could continue to remain strong. We go back to one of the things that we've discussed with other commodities today, and that is that Australian dollar. If we are looking at our competition for cheese, for the milk powders and for other dairy commodities on the world stage, that strong Australian dollar does remain a hindrance to some extent. And we've seen over the years as well that as we start to enjoy 
good and improved prices for dairy that we see in particular a supply response coming from the EU and from the US, which might have more traditionally focused on its domestic market effort. Is this the kind of thing that can still influence our prospects as we get to the end of this season, do you think? Or is supply looking uh, level that would support good prices for another year or so? Let's look at the the global supply competition point from two angles. So the first one in terms of the supply response, it probably will come particularly out of the EU, not so much in terms of taking advantage of those prices, but because of the economic factors that the Europeans in seeking to reduce the subsidies they pay to limit the amount of dairy production there are reducing those subsidies. So the effect it's having is that European farmers are now producing more milk. It's one of those interesting anomalies uh, that we've seen out of European agricultural subsidies for decades. So, So less regulation means more milk coming out of there. That's one side to it. On the other side to it, if we think about what an Australian dairy industry response would be to this oversupply, we need to look at the fact that dairy farms, like so many other farms, are consolidating. The average size is growing, and therefore the strength of so many of those producers who are there in the market continues to grow as well. So you could argue that as the Australian dairy industry, and particularly the dairy farming sector, continues to evolve, its resilience grows, uh, its strength grows, its strategic expertise grows and continues to put itself in a better and better position on that world market and in that overall world game. And it is interesting to see in the dairy plan this focus towards the cost of production and profitability ahead of output because I think there is a recognition in there that really if farmers aren't going to be profitable, um, there's no real incentive for them to produce more. The dairy plan you talk about did come out uh, over the last month and like any good agricultural strategy has been the subject of much debate and continues to be the subject of much debate. As you say, in terms of profitability versus volume, it is interesting to look at the dairy industry and compare it to the wool production industry in Australia as that overall level has trended down and down, but perhaps reached a plateau, as we saw happening with wool and with sheep numbers as well, what we saw was those who stayed in the game and were there had become uh, more efficient, uh, had increased their margins and had put themselves in a better position. So it will be interesting to see if dairy reaches that level that the sheep industry arguably has uh, of plateauing and finding that new strength. Yeah, let's hope so. And I think the lower cost base um, is going to play an important role in profitability as we produce a bit more milk this season by the look of it. And and yeah, I think uh, it'll be wonderful to see the industry produce more again. But recognising the level that supports prices, I guess, will be part of the trick. But we might discuss the plan and some other issues that go with that next time around.